everyone. Welcome to the second season of Let's Get Started. In this episode, we will be listening to an infectiously energetic and very optimistic person, Shubham Maheshwari. Shubham is the founder of Being Chef and he has built the ultimate go-to site for all your food requirements. Do you want to know how? Let's find out from him. All right, Shubham, let's get started. Yeah, hi, Ravish. So, Shubham, yeah. tell us a bit about Being Chef. Uh, so, uh, Being Chef is a startup in which uh, we are trying to provide one-stop solution for millennials' daily food requirements. So, most of the people in our age group, so I'm also a millennial. So, most of the people in our age group are not very much sorted with their daily food. So, they have to struggle a lot in terms of, so either if they are cooking themselves or they are hiring a cook or maybe they are ordering from Zomato Swiggy on a daily basis or maybe they have subscribed to a nearby Tiffin delivery service. So, in all of these four modes, they face a lot of issues. So, we identified those issues and we built a, you know, kind of a one-stop solution in which we are kind of trying to solve all the sections. So that is what is in nutshell being chef doing. I see, I see. And uh, how how did you stumble upon this idea of having uh, of uh, venturing into food and uh, helping millennials with food? So uh, how did this how did this idea uh, germinate in the first place? Wow, Ravi, that was a very exciting uh, story. So uh, basically, so I did my engineering from Jaipur, and uh, I graduated in two thousand thirteen apparently mechanical engineering but I was lucky enough to get into consulting and consulting was a dream job at that time and then it was a day zero placement so it was very much high consulting and other stuff so I was like okay I was very much excited to go and you know join a US based consulting from one of the top five consultings in terms of pharmaceuticals so uh, the India office was in Gurgaon and one was also in Pune so I chose the Gurgaon location and then was the first time that I actually got out of Jaipur. So I was born and brought up in Jaipur and for the past 22 years I was staying in Jaipur. So I actually was living quite a comfortable life. So I had no clue about the day-to-day struggle when you stay away from your parents and other things. So when we, uh, you know, kind of, uh, so a couple of my friends, we took up a flat and then we kind of started staying there and we hired a cook. First of all, finding a good cook was a big time issue. Then, uh, you know, if you find a cook, then also it's like day-to-day you know, kind of a lot of hassle that you face in terms of, uh, you know, asking him, okay, you know, you should be cooking this. And he would have, uh, you know, a lot of reason to say, okay, you don't have this ingredient. You don't have this. You don't have this. So he would always come up with an excuse. So apparently what we figured out was that, you know, kind of we were eating only five, six dishes and that too in rotation. That's it. Moreover, it was a lot of hassle to manage all the ingredients. Obviously, we are not very much disciplined. So, there was a lot of wastage happening in our kitchen and we were ignoring all of this. We were, we were absolutely fine with all of this. So because it was a good paying job, we were like, okay, it's fine. So uh, one fine day, he was on a leave for two, three days and then we you know, kind of tried uh, our hands on cooking. We thought, okay, we have done engineering. That's not a, that big a deal. So we went into kitchen, we put up a video on YouTube and we thought, no, let's cook. And uh, we divided the task uh, amongst three, four of us. And then, uh, so I was given a task of cutting and chopping vegetables. So actually, we were having just a potato and onion. So there was not too much of vegetable available in the kitchen. So I was, uh, you know, chopping onion and actually I accidentally uh, got a cut in my finger. And then one of the guy who was kind of trying to put some spices into gravy. So he, he actually didn't know that how to play around with what temperature oil should be on and other stuff. And then 
it was kind of a you know mini blast which happened in our kitchen holy and shit we could, <laughs> and we could we could really pathetic food but we were enjoying it so much because it was all of our efforts it was like oh my god this is so crazy and and at that time passively in my mind this you know this idea came into picture that you know whenever we are seeing video it's like it's just taking 2 minutes or 5 minutes or maybe 7 8 minutes to cook but whenever we are doing it you know from scratch in our own kitchen then it is taking a lot of time 30 35 minutes and that too we ended up cooking such a bad food so i thought okay can we somehow induce mechanical engineering into food and kind of make it simple so this idea came into picture uh, with this one thought that so let's say whenever you see a, a car on a road right so a car has a lot of parts and it has around 30000 odd parts i read it somewhere and you never hear a story or you never hear a news something like that that okay this nut came down or this this part uh, you know it it fell apart or something like that it's just that it's it has they have streamlined the process in such a way that even with minimalistic skill set of people who are assembling the uh, automobile or car you know there is there is no such hassle or there is no such loophole that they leave so i thought can we do it in food and i passively started working on this idea while i was working in the company i did a market research that if given an if given a product like this in which let's say we enable you to cook something very easily can will you be interested and we got a very good response we did a research on around 10000 odd people and then we got a very good response and then that triggered me to leave the job i went to my family and then kind of it was a lot of a struggle in which you have to convince them first of all they were quite skeptical about this idea because there was nothing like this anywhere across the world they were blue apron hello fresh but they were not into uh, this segment they were into kind of a little bit lighter segment in which uh, they were just supplying the ingredients to cook a dish i was working on an idea in which you know i wanted to summarize cooking into just 5 minutes like a maggi noodles so everyone was really skeptical about the feasibility but i somehow convinced them i showed them a plan on which i will be working and then i managed to convince them after 3 4 months of struggle and then i left the job and started working on this full time when did you leave the job and started working on this full time so i joined company in 13 i graduated in 2013 june i joined the company in i think 25 26 june and i left the job in february 2014 so i just worked there for 8 months so i started working on this full time from march 1st 2014 oh so it's been about 5 uh, years 5 uh, years 5 years yeah. in let's say uh, do you want to raise money in in future are you planning to raise money oh uh, yeah so we are already in conversation with a couple of uh, Uh, investors and we are in a process in which we'll be raising money very soon okay so we uh, also open for other deals if, yeah you're open. okay great uh, this is what my question is directed towards so let's say some of the listeners are uh, into vc firms or looking for investments uh, right. what would what would be your uh, pitch to them what would you like to tell them about being chef which which would convince them to contact you so it's it's very uh, simple that uh, we are into this industry from now like 5 years and uh, we are really persistent about cracking this model in which we can make millennials healthy through their daily food intake and that's a huge market and which is untapped so if you really believe in this like it's it's the probability of us kind of cracking this model is little bit on a higher side because we have seen a lot of failure we have seen experimented a lot of things and have kind of you know maybe i would say evolved ourselves in this past 5 years so it's just that if you really want to kind of uh, play a bet on uh, someone in this market 
I think we would be the most safe option. So I think that would be my pitch <laughs> today. <laughs> Great, uh, nice. So uh, I'm curious, like uh, you, uh, how you brought engineering into making food, and uh, you know, use that uh, concepts and learning. What what I would like to understand is uh, there's there's some science behind uh, food, and there's some art behind uh, food making food. Right. And right. Uh, when when you're when you're offering meal that can be prepared in five minutes. So right. uh, uh, given the nutrition and the, given the uh, longevity of uh, food items, uh, right. you might have faced certain challenges of kind of developing uh, the right uh, uh, recipes or the right product that can you know last uh, for enough time to make this food. And so, what was that right. journey like? How did you dis- discover the right proportion and the right thing that can be given out to people to eat? Because food is very important for a person and but things can go haywire. I mean, uh, yeah. right? Yeah. So food is something which is uh, which can you know through which you can easily connect to someone. But at the same time, it's the most risky affair also, right? Yeah, so yeah. there is a very easy penetration in food market, but at the same time, it's uh, there are a lot of challenges. So mm-hmm. while we were developing this product after March first, two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. so you know we had like few things in our mind that you have to focus on few things. One is that obviously Indian kitchens are not that well ventilated they're not that spacious so people don't want to spend too much of time in kitchen so we thought okay can we do it in five minutes first of all point number two can we make it least complex as in like let's say if you want to you know cook something following a recipe it becomes a lot of it, it becomes a tedious task at the end of the day it's because you have to read all these steps okay now put this this now put half a spoon of this and while you are cooking and you are reading all those instructions it's really very difficult because we did a lot of research on ourselves. We tried cooking a lot of time so that we can, you know, actually develop a product which is a proper product market fit. So, okay, can we reduce this complexity? That was the second point. Third was, can we give a personalized touch because everyone has like have a different taste palette. You might like spicy, I might like not like less spicy. So, can we incorporate that in our product? And we reversed engineer. So we, uh, you know, we were actually very much clear that what we wanted to create. And then we reverse engineer, how can we create this? So we did a lot of beta version testing. We did three beta version. In first, we were able to come kind of, you know, kind of uh, do that customization thing into play. In second, uh, we were able to do that complexity thing into play. We were able to account it. Uh, How can we reduce the complexity? And the third and the most difficult was how can we limit everything into five minutes? And we achieved it in the last beta version. And that's when we launched the full-fledged product. In uh, I think the September 2014, so it's like exactly five years now. So. Right. So, which is one of the most sold uh, products among your whole catalog? So, if I talk about recipe kit right now, so we initially until now we were working in la carte model in terms of let's say uh, you know because we wanted to introduce this very softly in the market, we just wanted to be live and you wanted to understand the market because. You know, so like I was not from the food F&B background and I wanted to understand the market actually as in how people, what is the ordering pattern? What do they prefer? What is the need of the market? And how do they want to kind of take this whole food thing? And there was a lot of uh, activities happening in food market. Your companies coming up. Zomato Swiggy came up uh, once we launched. So they started their online ordering. And then a lot of other things happened. Tiny All came. They shut stopped their operations. So there was a lot of turmoil in the whole food industry. So we just wanted to be there in that uh, at that time and understand, you know, what is the pattern on which people want? What is that they are looking forward to? 
So recipe kit was light only in a la carte model. Now is the time that we are looking at to launch it in a subscription based model, which will kind of disrupt the whole food industry. So in the a la carte model, most of the people would order pasta because people like pasta a lot and they feel that, okay, we can't cook pasta at home and we would make it so simple that you can cook it in five minutes. So pasta is one of the most ordered dish, you know, penne pasta in white sauce is all time favorite. Everyone nice. would go for it. So, yeah. <laughs> penne, I mean, it's less spicy. So I, I, you presume that the operations, uh, the area of operations have people who prefer less spice. <laughs> right, right, right. Moreover, people like to see that, you know, so it's, it's, it's more of, so I don't know, in, uh, in this geography in which we are operating right now, people like a little bit uh, kind of cheesy and creamy stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they feel really contented when they eat cheese and cream. So, yeah. So that is one of the most ordered recipe kit that we have. Then people also experiment a lot in terms of, so we launched it in multiple cuisine. We launched Italian, we launched a few recipes in India and Chinese. So in Chinese, they were, so whatever they, they thought that, okay, they eat it a lot outside, but it's so difficult to cook it at your home, they would go for it. So they think that nice. pasta, okay. Even in, let's say if you want to cook pasta, you would go out and you would kind of buy a full bottle of oregano, but you just have to put two, three, four, five spoon of oregano, right? Rest all is wastage. Then you go out and purchase a packet of pasta and rest all is wastage. You just use a bit of it. You would boil it and do stuff. So they would also, people are quite smart. So they would do a cost analysis. They would say, okay, if I'll go out and shop all the ingredients and then prepare a pasta, I would end up spending like four, 500 rupees. And in being chef, I can just do it in 150 bucks. So why not just go for it? So that's why I think so. In Indian, most of the people would have a little bit of ingredients available. So they can kind of even go ahead with, you know, not like a proper authentic version of a recipe, but a, a kind of customized homely version of the recipe. They are okay with that. But in terms of continental, yeah, they would just go for it. Recipe kits. Let's, let's uh, try to understand from, understand more from the user point of view. You gave a pretty good insight on why people have the choices they have on what they're ordering from your platform. So let's say, uh, I am uh, one of the millennial guys and I got this pasta from being chef for 150 bucks. Right. Can you guide me through what are the steps this, uh, what are the steps this millennial guy will take next? How will it end up in a pasta? Like literally uh, each step that from opening the packet to eating and enjoying the pasta in your mouth. Right. So uh, it's basically everything comes in a box. So whenever you place an order on a website, so you would, uh, while you know placing the order, you would mention what spice customization you want to have, or let's say if you're allergic to any ingredient or something like that. So you can mention. We actually asked you to mention. Uh, it's, it's it's like a you know kind of a thing that it's a compulsory box that you would do as in fill. Are you allergic to something or are you allergic to any ingredient? So we take care of all your dietary restrictions and other stuff. And then when you place the order, do you also mention for how many person you want to cook a dish, and then. Uh, in the backend operations in our kitchen, we would kind of cut up all the ingredients. We would send you end to end every ingredient from oil to garnish. So you don't even have to put salt from your own kitchen. So we leave no space to make any kind of, you know, let's say so any goof up, you can't just goof, goof it up. It's, 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 we just do it in such a way that, okay, it's, it's very simple. Even a 10 year old kid can cook using it. Now we'll assemble all the ingredients in a box and that's a very nice, uh, uh, you know, nice white box. And then we'll send it to you in your, at your at your doorstep and then you'll open the box there will be a recipe card Murul will send you hairnet cap gloves and we'll send you you know that uh, uh, hand sanitizer and all these stuff let's say 
you know, whatever is required. So we take care of a very small detailing. And then in that recipe card, uh, on the front side of it, there will be all ingredients and everything will be labeled as, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. It's in like alphabetically labeled. And on the back side of it, we have kind of uh, done a very creative design in which we have summarized cooking into eight steps. All dish can be done into eight steps. So all these steps are in such a way that let's say step one is, you know, maybe heat the, so you can do it on oven or you can, uh, you can do it on, um, sorry, uh, induction or you can do it on a uh, gas stove. So it's like step one is uh, just heat your pan and kind of heat for 10 seconds. That's it. So step one is common for everything. Now step two, put A on which flame you have to put. Let's say put A on medium flame for 10 seconds. B high flame 15 seconds. C uh, medium flame 45 seconds. So it's as simple as like a game and just follow it. Even if you don't know what you're putting, you will end up cooking the same uh, dish as a chef is cooking. Wow. Okay. Uh, I have a couple of follow up questions on this. Like when I was imagining this whole picture, which you were drawing in front of me of uh, a user or a customer journey. Um, right. And I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, an order has been placed and the guys back at being chef are like, all right, we have a pasta order now from Janakpuri or somewhere. Okay. Right. And uh, they are literally packing all these things. And uh, do you think it is, uh, how, how many people do you have at the back end working on packaging and everything? And so, okay. So as we are a bootstrap company and as I come from a Marwari business uh, background, <laughs> so unit economics is quite important for us, right? So our team is very, very close knitted team. You know, it has stayed with us an entire five years. We have a very less hydration rate and we are, we are bonded like a family. So it's like we have, you know, kind of, uh, we've optimized our operation in such a way that uh, with minimalistic human resource, we can just, you know, go ahead with multiple orders. We've optimized our operation in such a way. So right now we are working with a team of around 25 to 30 people. Uh, and then these guys only kind of take care of everything. So. And how many orders do you, the, does this team of 25 people receive per day? So we can, so we on an average do an order of 250 to 300 orders on a daily basis. And they do it very comfortably. So they can even go ahead with four to 500 orders. That's what we, that is what is our, one of our very, uh, I would say USP is that we've optimized our operations in a very, uh, very nice way. As in like, I've, I've used a lot of mechanical engineering into this. So. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and uh, how many items do we have in the catalog right now? I mean, before how many? Yeah. So for, for, for recipe, for recipe kit, it's I think 20 items right now that we have live. And uh, apart from the recipe kit, uh, we also have a fully prepared meal division in which we are solving the current issues in food delivery. So in that we have around 125 items right now in the menu. By fully prepared, so overall we have sorry, yeah. fully prepared meal as in like fully prepared meal. You can you can order for let's say a fully prepared pasta or for a fully prepared paneer. So we actually wanted to kind of create a model in which uh, we become a one-stop solution for your food. So let's say you want to cook something, we are there for you. You want to have a fully prepared meal, which is kind of uh, managed nutritionally, we are there for you. So we, we don't want, because like a lot of people right now are going here and there and they are really skeptical about the quality and other stuff. So we assure you that quality and I think that's why we have, uh, from word of mouth only, we've got a very good, uh, I would say, response from our customers and from our followers and our fans. We have more than a lot of followers on Facebook. And I think we're one of the very few companies with that much of fan following and that to only one uh, single city presence. So it's all organic. So yeah. I see. Uh, and uh, talking about uh, uh, customer success, uh, 
can you remember one or two stories that inspired you a lot one or two customer stories one of their feedbacks a message on facebook or i don't know a, a note sent to you personally maybe okay so there was this uh, one so one there was this one event in which they asked us to come and kind of help them around with their food for around 25 30 people and uh, we went to the uh, client's place we organized the event and it was so well and we you know introduced that recipe kit concept and there were a few uh, high profile people coming over there and uh, so we actually you know kind of asked host uh, asked host to kind of cook a dish right in front of all their guests and it was so much fun that they really enjoyed and one of the uh, one of the attendees of that event they actually contacted us so he was uh, at a very high position in a very big corporate and he actually contacted us and he gave us an opportunity he asked uh, me personally that can you uh, serve like 17000 people in a single day wow and i was like shocked as like <laughs> and we were, i was just 23 at that time i guess and we were just uh, we just had one year of our operations so it was like can you just uh, do this i was like uh, uh, okay so i mean so i am kind of a little bit risk taker i was like yeah why why can't we do it so it's like why don't you come to our office and uh, let's have a chat about it and then uh, i went to their office and it was i think uh, more complex and more difficult than a cracking an ias interview <laughs> because it was like they were like around 6 7 people sitting in front of me and i was a 23 year old guy and then it was a proper panelist sitting and they were like they were just throwing questions on me and then one guy said that okay i don't think that you are too young to do this uh, because uh, it's it's very risky game so we have been doing it from past 5 6 years now and each and every time it it just doesn't happen the way it has to so there are a lot of issues that comes up so are you sure because you are a young entrepreneur and if if you goof up this thing then trust me there'll be no looking back and you will be in a heavy losses and i was like and i don't know from where it came that confidence i was like sir while i was in college while i was like 19 20 years old uh, so i was kind of coordinating india against corruption movement so this was a movement by anna hazare and mr arvind kejriwal kiran bedi and that stuff so i was i was the coordinator of rajasthan i was like that i was i was coordinating that movement at the time and i organized rally of 70000 people in like 7 days so it's it's only 17000 right i did it for 70000 moreover i was vice president of my college so we used to organize a lot of fest and we used to have more football so i mean i mean i don't think that's such a complex issue moreover uh, we we can do it and that's why i think you have called us and you believe in us and they were just they were just uh, you know kind of confident on my confidence and they gave us this opportunity and trust me ravish it was i i was i was actually freaked out once we got this opportunity that will we be able to do it and then once we did it we were so lucky enough and uh, thanks to my team and thanks to all the uh, people who have supported me in this and it went so well they sent us lot of mails from the ceo vp ceo and then they gave us the opportunity for the next year also then they gave us an additional opportunity in which we have to serve sweets and snacks to around 32 thousand uh, people so they increased the opportunity level uh, year by year wow. so yeah it was kind of a very crazy uh, risk taking the story if i would have just goofed up at that time i don't know <laughs> might be the case that i we would have not been talking about this now <laughs> yeah, so something like that <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big customer win that's a huge win for being chef Yeah. yeah and uh, do you also get reminded of any any millennial guy or any newlywed wife or husband uh, messaging 
being chef and thanking you for you know helping them out with this struggle of cooking at home when the items are not available or so we actually you know most of the reviews and most of the feedback that we get were either newlywed couple in which husbands have cooked for their wife or wow. it's like some guy was trying to impress a girl so most <laughs> of the feedback and review that we get is this one or two or maybe i would say 5 6% of reviews are from the other segment but 95% of the reviews are there's a guy and a girl in a picture and guy is trying to impress a girl they may be married or they might not be married it's just that our product helped so i mean it's it's most of the time that we get these reviews only in the product so yeah. <laughs> hey listeners i hope you are enjoying listening to shubham as much as i am we had a really long and insightful conversation so we'll be releasing it in two parts here is a quick snippet from part 2 people planned a lot in food in 2016 17 when the turmoil came and lot of food companies died in that time so uh, what are, what is that one or two things that helped you stand still in that turmoil in that storm when all these food companies were failing you'll have to come back to know the answer and get some more interesting insights from shubham's entrepreneurial journey thank you for listening and hope you have a great day